0: Welcome to Kingdom Testimony. Uh, Today is January something. (laughs) Let me look and see. January 24th, 2022. And um, I am getting over the virus that I had. I did not go in and get tested. I might have mentioned that before. Um, I don't do such things. I don't, you know, I don't care to put my name out there and say, look at what I have, look at what I have, track me. And, um, I mean, if I needed to know for a job or something, that'd be different. But since at the moment, the Lord does not want me working. Other than, um... Putting content out there on the blog and on the on this podcast, and what else? I did. I started a YouTube channel for the Professing Christians blog. <clears throat> and other than that, that's what he wants me doing. In uh, in 2014, he had me quit my job at the. Department of Agriculture. I worked for the USDA. And um, I say it like that because I still can't believe I did. But um, he had me quit that job because he wanted me to write books. And I wrote two books. One was a book of poetry, which I'm, I'm not, I'm no good at poetry. But as i was doing my I, when i quit in, in 2014 i was started doing research on christian authors and influencers and evangelists and i i studied everybody starting from like martin luther on up to you know just within this past hundred years and um, spent a considerable amount of time on that <clears throat> but so during that time he started impressing on me to to write books so I had as I was as I was re- researching those um, influencers like from the awakening and the enlightenment and all this stuff I was I, I was coming up with phrases, and I guess you could call it poetry. Poetry is such a fickle thing. Um, when you look on, like I have a WordPress blog, when you look on there for poetry, you know, you're finding all kinds of things. And it's like poetry is in the eye of the beholder. I when I was in college I had to take a literary class and there was a pretty good sized section on um poetry and you know literary works that were my mind's still not clear <clears throat> so I'm struggling for descriptive words. You know, um but like Emily Dickinson and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, that's not the poetry that we have today. Today we have verse that, um, that is modern poetry. I, I just completely lost track. And, but what I was studying was like, uh, in the era of Jonathan Edwards and, that sort of thing. So I wrote this book. I have since taken it down off of Kindle. Sold very, very few. I think I could count how many on one or two hands. And I really didn't care about that because it was more of a personal, it was it was a personal work. So I encourage you, if you have verse inside of you that that feels important to you, but you're thinking, well, I just, I just don't think anybody would care. I don't think anybody would buy it. So what? So what if nobody buys it? Who cares? You're doing it for yourself, especially if you're expressing words to the Father or to the Savior, and you just want to get those words out there. And, you know, it to me, it was a sense, not so much pride, proud pride, but it was a sense of accomplishment that. This stuff was inside of me. And I the more I put it down on paper, the more came up. It was just bubbling up. And and I had like 40 of them or something. I wanted I had a goal of <clears throat> of 40. And I thought if I can't come up with with 40 cuz that was like a standard format of a book of poetry. You know, then it's just a passing phase. Well, I had more than 40, so I, I picked, you know, those, and I put them in there, and, you know, of course there was the, the critics out there, and that says, not, not blah, blah, you know, and it's like, I don't care. I don't care what you think. I'm sorry. God still loves you, but I don't care what you think. But you can't remove those negative, critical comments, and it's too bad. It's too bad that people have to do that, but they do. So whatever. Um, <clears throat> and then I wrote another book in 20... When was that? That was probably in 2016. And um, it was called Road to, The Road to Hannah. And, and I got a lot of good reviews. Like I said, I, I think I sold a handful, but, um, but people that were close to me that I had read it, um, you know, they, they were like, wow, that's, that was really good. But what it was is I had a series of five dreams and I'm not sure why I'm talking about this. I was going to go into uh, 2018. But I had a series of five dreams, and I called them life dreams because they were so significant to me, I knew that they were going to come to pass, And, and I've since taken that book down too, and only because it has my previous married name on it and because the ending has vastly changed... So I think I'm going to uh, re-edit it and put it back up because um, I that that book to me felt inspired by the Holy Spirit. It just flowed, you know. Anyway, I had a series of five life dreams, and. Um, They all came to pass, except for one. And the last one was was a dream of me and another person, a male, and I thought it was a husband. I say a husband like, you know, like I'm going to have a bunch. But I'll say my husband with me. And we were bringing food or medical supplies or something to a family. And I say Guatemala because it seemed like deep Mexico. I don't know why that is. Well, the people only spoke uh, Spanish. Um, And it was like tropical. I've never been there. Um, But it was tropical and Um, And as we went into this home to deliver this, you know, food and medical supplies, I can still see it in my head. And and I had this stream well over a decade ago, I think. Yes. And I walked into, it was, yes. But anyway, I walked, we walked into this place. Well, first we pulled up in this driveway and there was like a white van or a white truck or something sitting there. Or we were in a white truck. I'm not sure. I just I I saw us going into this little house and the white vehicle. And then we get inside. What I remember was most inside. <clears throat> and me and this guy come inside and there's this young lady with children and like a little family in there and they're hiding from authorities. And we come walking in and we had this stuff and we're like, "Hi, how are you?" you know, and I sit down on the couch and I'm talking to this lady. I don't know how I'm talking to her because they only speak Spanish. And so, as we're talking, um these like guerrilla soldiers come bursting in the door and they're hollering in Spanish and like ah! You know, and everybody just hits the floor and all I hear is gunfire. Like they were shooting up the place. And that's all I remember. I didn't see what happened to anybody. All I know is me and this lady hit the floor and we were like behind a couch or in front of a couch. We were we were down on the floor. That's all I remember. And that's how I ended the book. It's like I this is a the fifth life dream and I don't, know what happened to the rest of it. But when me and my second husband went to Maui, Hawaii for our honeymoon in 2012, um, we were, we took the road to Hannah, (coughs) which is um, a scenic drive. But it's interesting because I lost a child before I had my first three and the Lord showed me she was a little girl. And I have since seen her with Jesus in heaven in a vision, an open-eye vision, while I was driving down the highway at 65 miles an hour, and I'm watching this all play out, and I named her Hannah. And from Hannah and the Bible and Samuel and all that. And but on the road to Hannah, how you however you pronounce it in Hawaii, Hannah, I don't know. But <clears throat> We came upon this airport area, and I got out and we were taking pictures, and I was like, this is a scene from that dream. And it was tropical. There was no little house or anything like that, but it's just so overwhelming that I was in a scene from this dream. It was like this was the airport we landed in to go over to that house or something. And so, That's why I named the book The Road to Hannah. Not only that, because while I was on a road in Minnesota doing 65 miles an hour by myself listening to this song I loved, I just put it on repeat. As I was listening to this song by Chris, can't think of his last name, it's called The Upside of Down. Um, That's when I went into that vision and I saw this little girl with black curly hair now I have my oldest boy is a blonde with curly hair. Middle boy is was dark brown, black curly hair. Daughter was blonde, thick, not so curly hair. But I had black curly hair. And this was, this little girl had black curly hair. And she was running through this meadow. And I saw Jesus standing there. And she was just barreling at him. Just running with everything that she had. Kind of reminded me of the little house on the prairie, Laura Ingalls Wilder running, or was it her, her little sister running through the field? Kind of reminded me of that, but she's running. And he kneels down, and she jumps into his arms, and they fall backwards, laughing. And then she gets up, and she's going to do it again. And this is all playing out as I'm driving down the interstate. I wasn't looking at the road. I was looking at this vision. It wasn't the interstate. It was just a country highway 65 mile an hour speed limit Um <clears throat> and then I just kinda like came to and I was like wow what was I just watching and it struck me that that was Hannah in heaven with Jesus and I just started bawling in the car I'm glad I was alone you know and I was like I just saw her I just saw my little girl that's so cool you know, and so that was why I named the book The Road to Hannah because that's the last life dream. I don't know. I'm Now my daughter had a dream not too long ago, a couple weeks ago, where her and I were in a white van with my son. <clears throat> and he didn't know we were there. And we were going to deliver things. Now he works in a delivery company, so that to her it was just like, but she's like, what? It was so real. We were sitting in the van, and you were in the front seat next to him, and I was sitting behind him in a in a seat, and I had a list of stops, like a list of a map with a list of places we had to go. And I said, did he know we were there? And she said, no, he didn't. Me and you were like like talking back and forth and I was asking you where are we going and you just said don't worry about it it'll be fine but she said you looked really concerned and I told her I said I wonder if we were going to deliver food and medical supplies to a place and I knew what was about to happen you know isn't that funny so I need to re-edit that book and um, put it back up because I ended it really not knowing what that was all about but thinking that the husband that I married and we took our honeymoon in Maui that he was the husband that was with me delivering and we were gonna maybe get into some sort of you know full ph- and I don't know philanthropy but like <clears throat> assistance type ministry and it never happened you know he he was not interested in in things of, of that sort um, and so now I am starting to think you know I I don't like to write a book where it's like I don't know the ending this is possibly how it ends you know but I mean so what I'm writing it for me and I'm writing it for the Lord and if anybody cares you know um that's neither here nor there it's not to make money um so I'm gonna re-put it up there and um When it's done, I will make an announcement on this podcast, where to find it. So, but that, that I think is going to be a little ways down the road. Right now, I'm working on a, a short ebook that I'm going to put up um, under my name on Amazon, where those two books were, And, um, and it's a testimony, a short testimony of my life. Very short, I think just six chapters. If I could put them up there for free, I absolutely would. I'm trying to figure out how to do that. I don't think Kindle allows you to. So they'll be 99 cents. I'm not asking anyone to buy it. I'm just, I want to make it available. I'm going to make a free copy available on my Professing Christians WordPress blog somehow i'm going to put it for free on there like um like a pdf or some a way to get a pdf i don't really know i'm not tech savvy with all this stuff i kind of used to be tech savvy but i'm really not right now but i think i've mentioned in the past that i have a professing christians wordpress blog and i'm just about to hit 100 subscribers i don't know if all 100 read it I, you know, I don't know, but, um, I think that's kind of cool because I started that blog in 2015 after I did all that research and reading and, and the Lord just told me start a blog. And I said, what should I name it? And I was doing all this studying on, um, 17th, 18th, 19th century people. And a phrase that kept coming up was professing Christians. You know, sometimes it was used negatively professing Christians should do this and they say this and they don't mean it and but a lot of times it was just like I am, you know, we are professing Christians. We profess faith in Christ. So that's what I named it. And there we go. It's been 19 minutes and I haven't gotten anything into 2018. So, January 16th on, in 2018, I was in my prayer closet. No I wasn't. I had woken up in the morning. This morning, I woke up, and still in the dark, laying in bed, I saw in shadowy white a robe or garment. And this, I, I can still see it, this this robe or this garment was just, like, suspended in midair, and the this voice that I could not audibly hear came into my spirit and said, Put on the priestly garments. So in my prayer closet later, I had my Christian journal in there, and I thought about Psalm 45, 1. You know, the one about my tongue is a pen of a ready writer. And I was thinking, prophecy? I don't know. What was I thinking? I look now, and it's a priestly office. Um, The office of the chosen the chosen tribe was, was Levite, the Levites. They were the, the chosen ones. And I just read this in Jubilees. I'm not looking at my 2018 notebook now. Um, I, it's, I read in Jubilees um, where, where there was it, there the reason why the Levites were chosen, and I think it was because of was it because of Tamar, like the rape of Tamar, their sister. I don't know, but the Levites were chosen to be to be God's uh, pff, intercessors, for lack of a better word, where they would go into. They were the righteous. uh descendants in the, in the line of Levite, the Levites, they would go into the most holy place and make an offering for all of Israel. That's why they never owned any land or any possessions of their own because everything was to be given to them for their service and duty in the temple. So um, so in, back in my notebook here in 2018, Aaron was a priest, put on priestly garments to be able to enter into the tabernacle of the Lord. Um, Numbers 17:5, bring Aaron's rod back before the testimony. No, uh, Numbers 17, and the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the children of Israel and get from them a rod from each father's house. All their their leaders, according to their father's houses, 12 rods, write each man's name on his rod. And you shall write Aaron's name on the rod of Levi. And then you shall place them in the tabernacle of meeting before the testimony where I meet with you. And it shall be that the rod of the man whom I choose will blossom. Thus I will rid myself of the complaints of the children of Israel which they make against you. Remember they were just like, why is Mo- Moses and Aaron, why are they so special? Um, and Moses placed the rods before the Lord in the tabernacle of witness. The rod of Aaron of the house of Levi had sprouted and put forth buds, blossoms, and ripe almonds. Um, now remember in Jeremiah 1, the Lord says to Jeremiah, Before you, you were in the womb, I knew you. I ordained you to be a prophet to the nations. And then he said to Jeremiah, What do you see? And Jeremiah said, I see a rod blossom of an almond tree or something like that. And he said, You have seen well, for I am ready to perform my word. And I know I'm mixing translations, um, but I knew it best and knew King James. Um, <clears throat> It's interesting there because Jeremiah was a prophet. But at that point, the Lord was showing him with the blossoming of the almonds. The almond tree blossomed the first in the spring. I think that was a picture of Jeremiah, priest and prophet. Now, maybe he was was not or was in the priestly line. I don't know. But in Zechariah, it talks about the prophet, priest and king. Um, anointing the functions and that's what Jesus the function he had he was prophet he was in the priestly line on his his mother's side and then on Joseph's side as far as the people were concerned he was in the line of David of the king so those that are of the chosen they have the prophet, priest, and king anointing, so to speak. Um, all right, so then that pretty much settled it for the Levites. They're like, okay, all right, fine. Then the, or for the children of Israel, fine, the Levites are to be the ones. And then later on, of course, we know that Aaron and his descendants, like Eliezer and all these guys, the Kohathites of the priesthood, they didn't really keep the priesthood clean and, like, pure. But as it goes down the line, you come to Zadok. And <clears throat> God eventually sets his sights on the descendant through Aaron, Zadok. And I have this in my notes here. you got Eleazar, you got <clears throat> Phineas. These these priests down the priestly line at some point they all fall short but then it lands on the zadokites the the zadok priesthood later on and those are the ones that god considers um the most righteous and that is according to dead sea scrolls um melchizedek zadok that's where the priesthood of melchizedek comes in that's what jesus was considered of the priesthood of melchizedek um king priest very very interesting stuff all right so then i keep going um through a a study of that so the next day I'm sorry if I sound stuffed up. I'm still getting over this. Um, I did lose my sense of taste and smell, not completely, but about 90% of it. I, the, it's nothing tastes, right? Okay, so January 17th, um, <clears throat> just had to have a drink of some brown flavored water. <laughs> called coffee um i seen and feel different things i saw a vision tinker which is my little black Schnorky dog oh i miss her so bad um incidentally i did see a vision of her in heaven um not too long ago because she did die She died December 31st, 2019, so um, less than two years after I wrote this. But she was, I think she was like 12 at the time, and I knew I wouldn't have her much longer. I don't know how I knew that. But anyway, so January 17th, 2018, I have a vision. Tinker is walking like she's in pain. She's walking crooked, and I need to take her in and let her go. So now she was perfectly fine um, on this day when I wrote this. She wasn't sick. She never got sick. She was a little schnauzer Yorkie. Cute as a bug's ear. Um, And she never got sick. I mean, okay, um, I never had to take her to the vet. I think maybe once in her whole life I had to take her to the vet. And I think she was, like, maybe 10 years old at the time. But she had eaten something. and But she just didn't get sick. Um, so when I had this vision, she was walking, like, she was in pain. She was walking crooked. And that I needed to take her in and let her go. Um, it's, it's so interesting and... <clears throat> I didn't know where I had recorded this vision at, but here it is. In On December 31st, New Year's Eve, 2019, um, we were in North Dakota out in the country living in this two-story, looked like a little dollhouse. We had um, temporary guardianship of the grandkids and it was cold outside really cold outside and so i took her outside to go to the bathroom and she she was fine everything was fine earlier that day Uh, my oldest grandchild was playing with her and playing kind of rough you know and i'm like you know she's she's almost 14 years old just you know she doesn't play like a puppy anymore and she's like oh okay sorry you know and And so Tinker was just like, yeah, geez, you know, and so she ran in her little, her little bed that she slept in every night. I would zip her in every night in this little canvas carrying thing. And she went in there and I was like, okay, Tinker, come on. It's, it's, you know, got to go outside, go potty and then you can go to bed. So I took her outside and she went potty and I'm, you know, and I knew she had to go number two and I'm like, come on, you need to try, you know, and. And um, and it was so cold, she kept wanting to go back up to the porch, and I'm like, just, just try. Because <clears throat> I knew otherwise she'd be waking me up super early whining to do it. And she walked up to the porch crooked, and she just looked back at me and gave me a look. And I was like, uh-oh. And she was walking crooked up to the porch, and then kind of struggled up to the porch. And I was like, what's going on? And so I let her in and she was walking crooked, not extremely crooked, but where I knew her. And she went and crawled in her bed. And so I told the kids, I was like, she doesn't want to play anymore tonight. You know, it's about nine o'clock at night. And then um, I had all the grandkids go up, take turns, taking showers, getting ready for bed. We did all that nighttime stuff, blah, blah. And I would come down and I would check on Tinker and she was just kind of laying in there and she's looking at me like, I'm not feeling good. And so I lifted her out and she never bit, you know, or anything like that. I mean, she's, she was just the sweetest thing. So I put her upstairs in my office On a big comforter, and I'll spare you the rest. And I, she died like kind of in my arms, but I was like tending to the grandkids at the same time. And they're like, Why do you have Tinker in your office? I'm like, Oh, she's just not feeling good. So she's just really tired. She's going to sleep in there for a little bit because they knew that was different. And so I just kept going in and checking on her. And then while the last grandkid was in the shower the other ones are downstairs watching tv i was in the office holding her and she was looking at me saying her goodbyes and it was it was so peaceful it was just oh it was so hard she was just a a one-of-a-kind all right let's get off of that stop it okay so i had the vision january 17th 2018 And then after that, I also have vision of white raiment, a raiment, impressive display, ordered arrangement, put on the priestly garments yesterday. They don't quite fit. LOL. They're big. Oh, I had a vision of these priestly garments and I'm like, oh yeah, let's put these on, you know, and and it's huge, you know, and I looked up later the mitre and the, you know, they would, they described them all and I don't know, is it? Leviticus 8. Yes, I wrote it on the next page. They're huge. They're big for me. But they they have all of these layers and stuff. And so that was... That was... Yeah, sorry folks. I only got... I only did two... I only did two days of January. Still in mid-January 2018. But I don't know. To me, it's interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. All right. Well, we're going to end it here. We're at 33 minutes and I basically just do studies of what's in the temple and the showbread. And, um, uh, the next one I'm going to do is when me and my sister, that was January 19th, 20th and 21st in Minneapolis oh look it um, yeah I went with her for the weekend to a revival prophecy conference first my first ever I have been I was a member of a Lutheran church I was born or born again in a Pentecostal church like 20 years 25 years earlier um, no what am I saying 30 years earlier Hadn't been in a Pentecostal church like that since. Because they all kind of, you know, didn't stay the way they were back in the 80s. That stuff kind of faded away. Um Yeah. So this was a eye-opening weekend for me. All right, so I'll leave it there. And... Um, just keep giving your just keep giving your testimony to people whoever will listen um don't be as long-winded as me but <clears throat> Jesus is coming soon and we need to start sharing our testimony um, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy that's in revelations 19. I'm not a hundred percent sure what that what that verse means but it it sounds right all right so i'll let you go have a good day